Yes, Murph, that is a song of the all-conquering Eagles side going along very nicely. Uh, unfortunately, I had a loss on the weekend, but before that, they were flying. And it's a very good song as well, Smurf, because I used to play for the Birdwood Roosters, and that was our club song. So, uh, Tipping, you didn't sing it very much, though, am I right? Or? Oh, no, it's like quite, a, quite a few times, yeah, but uh, right, we better okay. get our special guest on, uh, Matty Goldsworthy, who is the footy manager at the Eagles, as well as being a star defender as well. Matty, great to have you on for a chat. Good boys. Thanks for having me. All right, Matt. Now, I'm tipping the question you're asked the most when people find out that you're from a uh, small place called Karamolka is where it is. So I'll save you that trouble. I did some research on Google Maps, and it's somewhere near Port Vincent, sort of Stansbury way. But what I will ask is I'm assuming you're the most famous person to come out of here. Uh, Matty, is there any chance of a, a statue or a, a grandstand in your name or something similar or not? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, I generally have to actually use Port Vincent and Stansbury as a reference when I have to explain where it is because no one's still have heard of it where it is. But, yeah, it's not a bad spot to go up. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's hard for you to compare what it would have been like playing in the city as a youngster because you didn't. But do you feel like your career has got where it has because of your playing in the country earlier on? Because I'd imagine in a lot of ways it would be harder to play, particularly when you're younger, in the country. Is that a fair call? Yeah, I think oh, I think the challenge for country people to then come down to the city and play, the challenge is all that travel and, um, yeah, I was lucky enough, the parents and I had mates in the Eagles Junior program as well, so we sort of shared that load of travel, but you're driving down Wednesday nights, not getting home till 10, 11 o'clock, and then you're fronting up on a weekend as well for a game, you're getting up at 7am on a Saturday or something like that to get down, so the toll on the, I guess, yeah, the family and friends who drive down, that's probably the most challenging part, I think. But, um, yeah, lucky enough to have great support for me to get me down and do that. Beautiful. You were going along very nicely before the loss to Norwood. Um, talk to us through the season so far, and I guess um, the game against Norwood, was it a bit of a hiccup, or, you know, do you feel as though um, you're heading in the right direction, or have you got a few things to improve on now after that loss? Yeah, uh, I guess the season as a whole was a bit of a weird start to the year, having a pre-season in May, but um, it was great to get out there once we kicked off, and we started with a loss to South, and you're sort of trying to sort of find your bearings a little bit, but yeah, we got on a bit of a run, and yeah, until the weekend against Norwood, um, yeah, I guess you'd call it a bit of a hiccup, but they're a good side as well, so we probably definitely... Uh, didn't play the way we want to play our footy, but uh, yeah, as I said, in order a quality side and um, certainly got on top and showed uh, while they'll be around the mark at the end of the year. So uh, yeah, we certainly think we're a capable uh, team to progress right towards the end, but um, as we saw on the weekend, uh, North lost to Glenelg by a couple of points as well, so the competition's very even. Now, I was there on Friday night. I could be wrong, Matt, but I felt like the first 15 minutes, for me anyway, and I've seen a lot of sample over the years, was one of the most uh, red-hot, if you like, 15 minutes in terms of intensity I've seen in a very long time, most of which was uh, brought on by the Eagles, and that was why you were doing so well by quarter time. Is that a fair call, or is it like that every week? No, it, uh, oh, it would have been nice to sustain that. Yeah, of course, we, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, I guess that's the way we want to play, um, and, yeah, we are good enough to keep it in our end of the oval for that first 15, 20 minutes. Probably mm. didn't apply as much scoreboard pressure as we would have liked. And then they went down the other end and um, I guess they got it sort of back to a goal or so, I think it was, at quarter time. And then that second quarter, they probably showed uh, what we could have probably done in that first quarter. They peppered the goals and kicked seven, I think. So once that, they're sort of team, they get a run on and they're hard to stop. And that's sort of what happened on the weekend. Could it be mental as well? I don't know. But given that you are going so well and you had such a good first quarter, there wasn't a breath of wind, so you can't blame that. How does that happen? How does all of a sudden uh, the team that's uh, not rate or ranked as high as you, good team nonetheless, don't get me wrong, uh, kick that many goals against you? 
Yeah, it could be mental. I'm not sure. It's a yeah. good question. I think lots of coaches would be searching for it. It happens a lot in footy. Um, yeah, potentially a bit of mental. Um, as I said, it's probably mental the other way. Like, Norwood um, were, yeah, four and five, I think they were. And that was probably, if they had gone to four and six, it makes it hard for their season. So they were super desperate and they were clean. We were probably a bit fumbly. Um, and, yeah, they just got their game going and they're a hard team to play on their home ground. So, um, yeah, we were... Obviously, sort of a bit of a reversal earlier in the year. We sort of got on top of them um, on our deck. So, yeah, disappointing, but certainly a lot of areas we can fix up and take that into the North game. And, Maddie, you I mentioned at the start of the show, you're a footy manager with the Eagles. How do you balance that as well as, um, you know, playing as well? It must be difficult. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a challenge, but the, I guess um, Luke Power, who's the CEO, he was the footy manager before me. So he helps me out a fair bit, which is good. Um, but, yeah, I guess I just try and get everything organised before game day and training. We've got some good volunteers at the footy club as well. So sort of get everything ready before training. So when I rock up to training, I can focus on that. And I guess between office hours, make sure everything's in order. The only issue I think would be with a job like that, which for most football lovers would be a dream situation, that you work full-time with football during the week and then you get to play on the weekend as well. Is there a danger, though, of too much footy? Have you experienced uh, that or considered that? or? <laughs> Yeah, no, I've been at the footy club for a while now, so yeah. I was um, in a marking role before that. So I've been at the club four years, and there's certainly, yeah, for sure, there's been periods where sometimes you just want to get away from the place. Yeah. But um, I guess we've been lucky enough most of the time we've been winning, so unfortunately no premierships in the last few years. But I guess when you're winning and playing finals footy, it's a good place to be around. Now, one of the, one of the characters from your footy club in past going back in the days was the big Seb Gilhouse. We saw him doing some great things on Married at First Light. Number no, one, did you... Did, did didn't you... do that much well, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you... Number one, did you watch it? And uh, number two, what did he bring as a player and, you know, that real that real character to the club? How, you know, how did you find him, Goldie? Yeah, character's a good way to describe <laughs> it. He, he, uh, yeah, he's done a few scenes for us at the club, just himself doing uh, a bit of... Oh, Will Ferrell, I can't remember the movie, but he's very good at it. Um, so old old school? Yeah, old school. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's run that a few times, which the boys loved. I think the young boys actually loved him uh, more. Like, just, uh, I guess he's sort of the, one of the older guys, but just uh, loved taking the, taking the piss, I suppose you'd say, and the boys loved that. So um, I can't say I tuned in too much. I know um, when Jared Petrenko was on House Rules as well, I probably watched the first few episodes and not really my sort of show, so I can't say I tuned in all too much. <laughs> Matt, you strike me as a pretty humble kind of guy, so I'd like you to be honest here if you can. How often do you whip out the tape of the uh, the 2011 Premiership match? Does it ever get a bit of a, a play in your house or not? I haven't, no, not for a while. I think it might have come up maybe the first Christmas after we won. I might have gone to Grandma's house and she <laughs> Very proud Grandma, no doubt. Yeah, she, she loves it when we're on Channel 7, that's for sure. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, I can't say I have. I did, uh, when we went into the COVID break, one of our um, historians, I suppose, or one of our Mad Eagles, man, he, he uh, shared a YouTube link on his Facebook page, which had a link to all our old games. Because like, I wasn't working, I actually found myself watching old games for a day. But they were just <laughs> random old round matches, nothing exciting. I was just trying to 
find something to do. But <laughs> no, I can't I watch the granny too much. Nothing wrong with checking yourself out on TV, is there, Bevo? No. Especially um, when you're doing well. Exactly. And uh, speaking of checking themselves out, Murph, um, it's time for it to make things a bit more lighthearted because we're going to do our segment called Dish in the Dirt. And one but question. Sometimes, though, this is the hardest part for the interviewee, it though, is. Bevo. Yeah, it yeah. is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> one of them actually involves uh, the player that. Actually, we'll start with this one, Murph. We'll do things a bit differently. All right, okay. The player right. that loves the mirror, Goldie. Which player at the Eagles loves the mirror the most? Well, it's a few. Uh, <laughs> the staple line used to be James Boyd, but he's obviously no longer with us. So uh, I'll go the skipper Luke Thompson. That's probably a safe one. <laughs> He'll love he's that, always sure. looking tough. Yeah. All right. What about the uh, the funniest teammate at the club and why? Uh, it was Seb. It was definitely was Seb. <laughs> now it's um, Jimmy Rose. Pretty funny, actually. Yeah, he, right. He, uh, just looking at him is enough to laugh, but uh, that <laughs> nah, bit, of, bit of a character. <laughs> and three words to describe your new coach, Jade Sheedy. Obviously, you get to spend a bit of time in the office, so he's very OCD. <laughs> uh, he is um, well organised, good communicator, and uh, not one word, but he's very good with uh, relationships with the players. Very good at that. Yeah, no, well said. Now, this is an interesting question, too, given the, uh, as just discussed, the history of reality TV participants at your club, uh, i.e. Seb and, and Jared Petrenko. But a uh, teammate who loves reality TV, not necessarily being on it, but would uh, be most likely to watch a bit of it. To be honest, I reckon it's a large portion watcher. Yeah, right. Oh. Yeah, it's concerning. I think a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, with Seb being on it, that probably helped. But yeah. I think they'd probably watch it anyway, I feel. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and finally, Goldie, the biggest nerd at the club. Nerd. Oh, we've actually uh, got a bit of a footy nerd new to our club. Uh, James Cheetahs is the biggest footy nerd I've seen, I reckon. But is that right? He loves footy. Yeah, but it's been, he's obviously just come across from Victoria in the last few weeks or months, a couple of months ago now, but... Um, loves footy like I've never seen anyone and I'm a pretty big footy nerd myself but I'd say he takes the case next level fair enough <laughs> uh, alright mate you got through that nicely well done before you go if you wouldn't mind just a quick uh, look at the games this weekend and your thoughts on them we'll start with Centrals hosting Norwood fresh after their big win over you guys uh, sadly on Friday night uh, this game at uh, Elizabeth ex-convenience yeah uh, yeah Norwood on the weekend very impressive obviously Centrals are struggling a little bit. Got some of their key players. The Menzel boys are out for the year. Um, yeah, out there definitely helps Centrals. They're a lot stronger out there um, for sure. So that will definitely help. But the way Norwood played on the weekend, I'd say they should do it pretty comfortably. And Sturt hosting South also on Saturday, Arvo, at uh, Peter Motley Oval, Goldie. Peter Motley. Uh, yeah, I'd say South again. They're, um, yeah, third, I think, sort of fourth on the ladder. So, yeah, we played them a few weeks ago and, they're pretty inaccurate in front of goals. It could have been a different story. Um, so, yeah, I think sort of based on where they are on the ladder, Sturt definitely got some good players and can be competitive. Um, but I'd say that over the duration of the day, South should get it done. The Bays are hosting West Adelaide. The Bloods in a twilight match on Saturday at 4.10. Westies won that last time because we played Glenelg next week. So yeah, I remember watching a bit of that. So you couldn't, definitely can't rule West Adelaide out. No. Although that all the, I think. That one, that might be their only one for the year, even. They might have two. They might have got Central's once, but um, yeah, Westies, obviously, again, a few injuries and struggling a little bit, but again, they won last time. So I'll say Glenelg, but um, yeah, 
West, certainly with a shot. And obviously the big one on Sunday, we're all looking forward to it. It's first versus second, uh, you guys up against the Roosters. Uh, both teams coming off losses, though. How are you going to beat the Roosters on Sunday? And, uh, you know, what's, I guess, the, the key things you need to do to, to knock off the Roosters? Uh, they've got a very good team across the board. Um, we found that last time. I think we were even at three-quarter time and we just snuck home. So I think uh starts in the midfield. I think most teams can get on top of the midfield. goes a long way to winning. So they've got some good players in there. Uh, Moore, Henry Moore's had a massive year. He's up there in the McGarry, I'd say. And Schwartz and Allman signing plenty of the footy. So if we shut that down for a start, or get on top at least. Um, you just don't want them to get away from you in there. Um, we've got some good forwards, I'd say, in our side. So if we can get it in there, get some one-on-ones to Jack Hayes, Nick Hayes, Lomberto, Rowley's obviously leading the goal-kicking. So I think if we can get on top in the middle and get it into our forwards, that would be a good way to get uh, get the win on the board. Matt Goldsworthy, appreciate your time, mate. Good luck getting that grandstand name in your honour in Karambolka. But more importantly, of course, good luck for the rest of the year. Thanks for the chat. Beautiful. Thanks, boys.